You've tuned to The Ride Home with John and Kathy on 101.5 WORD. Don't worry. It'll be our little secret. Now, back to the show. Hey, congratulations to Carol for winning the Kennywood Family 4-Pack for the uh, lighting extravaganza. Very nice. Yeah, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. But right now, we're, we'd like to uh, welcome Dr. Calvin Traup to the airways for the very first time. We're happy he's here. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Traup. Um, he served on the faculties of Penn State, main campus, and Indiana University at Bloomington before moving to the Department of Communication and Rhetorical Studies at Duquesne University, where he directed the university's nationally ranked rhetoric PhD program. He is the author of Semporality, Eternity, and Wisdom, the Rhetoric of Augustine's Confessions, and Augustine for the Philosophers. Welcome in, Dr. Traub. Congratulations on your new position. Thanks. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah. We're excited. The 20th president at Geneva College. You were installed just a short while ago, weren't you? Yes. Right at the end of the September, we had a wonderful inauguration ceremony, and, and I'm in. Nice. Isn't that great? So it's, it's a homecoming, of course, because you were a student. You uh, taught elsewhere, but then you come back around again, the president. It's got to be sort of shocking to your system to think you once walked those halls and looked at the professors trying to get good grades, and now you're the guy in charge. <laughs> I was in class today teaching. Uh, I lectured in our, one of our humanities classes, and it was great, but I told I had to confess I was here, and I'm not sure how careful I was paying attention and how well I did my reading, but uh, I learned. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, so you were a freshman at Geneva. Talk about how you felt when you started. As a freshman student, I was a freshman football player, and I was thinking about trying to get on the field. And so I was sore because of football camp, Uh and I wanted to play ball, and I wanted to do well in my studies, and... I had great friends on the team, and I had a wonderful first semester experience. Oh, Excellent. isn't that great? Now, do you feel any of those same feelings? Obviously, the football injuries and the you know desire to get on the field. But is there anything similar now that you're just starting out here as president? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, first of all, you have to get in condition. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to – I'm, I'm really getting to know the school on the inside now. Nice. And, and, I, and I, love what, I love what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, we have wonderful, committed faculty. I love our students. Um, and especially to be at a college where from the ground up we can be committed to Christ in how we learn. Yeah, it means mm-hmm. an awful lot. Cal, you, you've got a story which is deeply compelling about your being a student at, uh, at the college. Can you tell us, share us the, what happened to you and some fellow guys who were in a car and, uh, the night before a wedding? Yeah. Um, what, the thing that people understand if you've been to college is you get really close friends. Yeah. And these people were roommates. We were roommates. We were in Bible study together all four years. Two weeks after we graduated from Geneva College, uh, one of the guys, Eddie Hartman, was going to get married. Uh, And he was supposed to be married in Butler. Um, Two weeks after we graduated, we're at the rehearsal dinner. We have a great time. And we get in the car, and we're going down into Pittsburgh on Route 8. And we get off at the Etna Bypass there, and we're getting on to Route 28. And um, in God's providence, uh, a person uh, was driving in our direction, having an argument with his wife, and they were arguing about getting divorced. And he said, we don't have to argue about it. I'm going to kill both of us and turned into our lane of traffic and hit us head on. Oh, my God. Um, Eddie was killed. Our other roommate, Keith, who was driving the car, was killed. And many of us uh, who were in the car were seriously injured. Wow. So what did that do to you? I mean, uh, something like that. 
I don't think you ever fully recover from that, do you? You must carry the, the, the memory of that and your friendship and the broken relationships of the, the marriage that never happened. What's that workling like in your life? Well, John, I think that the thing that uh, really confronted me was that I either God wasn't gracious mm-hmm. or I had to come to understand what it meant for God to be gracious. Mm-hmm. And because Eddie and Keith were Christian young men, I wasn't worried about where they were, but I had tremendous pain, uh, both physically but more so emotionally. Sure. And I had to try to understand how God was gracious to one Christian mom who had to identify her son in the mor- morgue and uh, just as gracious to her as to my mom who got to have me. I mm-hmm. got to live, and um, my wife got to have me. And... and um, and, and what that means is that God's grace runs incredibly deep, and his care and purposes in all of our lives is incredibly deep and important. And so, But it's beyond what we can see or understand. Oh, absolutely. And, and the, here's the example that I use to help people understand, uh, I think, what happens to us, not just to me, but to us when we go through this kind of pain. Um, when I was in junior high, our family went to Gettysburg, and there's a surgical hospital that they set up in a house there. Right next to the hospital, there's a tree. On the, in the tree, there's a cannonball. On the day of Gettysburg, the cannonball hit the tree, and the tree was a sapling, and it embedded in the trunk, and it almost killed the tree, but it didn't. Hmm. Today, the tree is a foot and a half, two feet in circumference. The cannonball looks small. Uh, and that's what happens to us when we mm-hmm. go through this kind of grief. God grows us around something that will never change and makes us able to bear it up um, by the strength of Christ. So the pain doesn't go away. You can't get over it. But by God's grace, he builds our hearts up around it so that we're able to live and serve him and go on living um, in good ways for God. It's a powerful mm-hmm. perspective. And I'm sure there isn't a day that goes by. I'm sure in some ways carrying you know, your friends who've passed away just inches away from you, that's part of your life. You drag them along in some way. And you have scars. I don't have tattoos, but I have scars. I bet. Mm-hmm. So th- <laughs> they don't look as they're good, hard-earned. but they're, they're there. <laughs> and, uh, and you're reminded. And But, you know, this week, Geneva College played in the NCAA Division Three soccer tournament. We went to Franklin and Marshall in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. On Saturday, we, um, the team was driving home and many parents, and uh, one of our players named Liam O'Halloran, his, his mom was killed in a head-on collision because uh, someone, uh, an older gentleman uh, who we believe maybe had Alzheimer's, got keys to a car, got onto the turnpike, got confused and was headed east in the westbound lane and hit his family head on. And um, these things are common in our lives. I mean, that's a terrible tragedy, but yes. all of us have pains and we need to bear one another up. It's, it's, not, it's not something we do alone. And, uh, and this young man's at Geneva College, has a great Christian coach, has friends, has the community supporting him and is going to need that for years to help him grow through this terrible tragedy. Wow. If you just joined us, we're speaking with Calvin Trout. He is the 20th president of Geneva College, just installed this past summer. Cal, let's talk about Geneva College. Okay. Uh, it's got to be greatly exciting for you in these 
odd and um, unusual times when you feel that Christianity is under attack to know that you are stewarding generations now of young men and women who are presenting Christ, representing Christ in a world, and you at the foothold of this have an opportunity to speak the truth into these people's lives. Yeah. At, at, at Geneva, I am surrounded by people who really believe what the seal of Geneva College says. We're pro Christo at Patria, that means for Christ and country. We understand country not as wrapping ourselves in the flag, but seeing our country and our countries that are represented on campus as Christ sees nice. them. He's the king of all nations, and, and, uh, and we serve him in that context. And then at the center of the seal of Geneva College is the Holy Bible, and it's open. And we do all our work at Geneva College under God's word. Um, and so we have a lot of other books, but at Geneva, that's mm-hmm. the book. And, and, and the thing that's really important about that is there are many people who are constantly trying to get out from under God's word. And, uh, and we're there uh, beneath God's word, receiving his truth and then exploring all knowledge under God's truth. Hmm. Uh- Dr. Traub, what about higher education today? I mean, we've had a lot of conversation about it um, over the last, what, two or three years in particular, when it seems as if um, the liberal attitude has kind of encroached onto the university campuses. And all of a sudden, an organization like InterVarsity at Vanderbilt University is no longer able to be seen as a student organization because it's religious. And so it has to be relegated to a different status, right? Um, even as we were, you know, having multitudinous conversations about last week's election, um, some, one of the, um, one of the themes, I guess, that has arisen since then is how were we so wrong, right? How were we in the media so wrong? How were people on university campuses so wrong? And so I wonder when you look at that, you think, what is our higher education like in America now? Well, um, there are a couple things about higher education that are important to sort of recognize. And one of them is that there is an establishment in higher education. It exists. It, it, it exists. And so, um, for instance, the response to the elections is completely understandable if you understand the orthodoxy of academia, which is tilted, uh, very much tilted. To a hard left. To a hard left. Um, that's not everyone in academia, not everyone on every campus. But in terms of the establishment, um, people are thinking that folks need therapy as a result of the election. Um, uh, and they wouldn't have needed therapy if the election went the other way. Yeah. And there's something not quite right about that. Amen. But I think that I think that the more important thing from my perspective is this is um, when I was at um, one of my previous universities that was a public university, I was once in a conversation in a faculty room, and and I was a new faculty member. And so what happened was the the faculty were having casual conversation, and they were distressed at the beginning of the semester, and they were complaining that their students were too Christian and too conservative. And they were talking about how they were going to use books and lectures and that kind of thing to change them. Break that down. Yeah, and I... And I had heard those kinds of things, but I was astonished that I was in the middle of this conversation, not saying anything, but listening quite carefully. And they didn't know that you were a Christian, necessarily. No. I mean, if they looked at my research, they would, but yeah, they weren't but really paying new. attention to me. I was a newbie. I was a rookie. Um, you know, and at Geneva, we're not trying to change people, and we're not trying to fix people. 
we're trying to put people in position where Christ can do his transforming work in his way, in his time, in students' lives. And we really believe that because we believe in the power of God's word. We believe in the power of God's spirit. We believe that Christians and Christ is the great teacher. He's about the business of education. And we want to provide students ways to come in contact with the depth of intellectual understanding that's found in Jesus Christ. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. Dr. Calvin Traup is with us. He's the new and 20th president of Geneva College. Dr. Traup, there are a lot of people, uh, Christians and not Christians, who would say, you know, um, I don't think I need to put my child or I don't think I want to put uh, myself into an educational system that is specifically Christian. Perhaps I may not receive a quality education or why would I want to be surrounded by a specifically Christian worldview? Can you speak to that? Yeah, I, I understand that perspective, and and uh, and some people also have the perspective that Christians need to be a witness in the educational environment and that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I really believe that God calls people into different educational environments, um, and I've been in many. But I think that for a uh, a traditional undergraduate student who is a Christian, um, you want to make the most of every credit you take in understanding the world as it's been made by God, and. And so going to a Christian college like Geneva College and other fine Christian colleges, every credit you take, we're trying to integrate um, Christian ideas, not only uh, from today, but historically. There's a wonderful, rich Christian intellectual tradition that Definitely. so much of Western intellectual thought rests upon. And I don't want students to waste any credits having to counteract ideas that are not grounded in truth. Hmm. It's got to give you um, a, a great feeling of pride when you see people like yourself who have attended Geneva College, go out in the world, have accomplishments, and see the flourishing of a, a Christian mind, and then are able to influence other minds, maybe not necessarily Christians, that we're all in this for the good of the, the Lord and Savior, so let's be as strong and deeply committed to our faith intellectually and our faith together. Absolutely. And our, our faculty is deeply qualified. They could be teaching at many secular institutions and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And our students excel in graduate school and in the workplace when they get out. Because our approach at Geneva is to engage the world. In the world, not of the world, means we're supposed to engage the yes. world. We're, there's nothing we're afraid to study, nothing we're afraid to think about, but we think about it from a Christian perspective. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Let me ask you this, Dr. Traub. Um, your experience, obviously, now at Geneva, previously at Duquesne University, but you were also at Penn State and Indiana University. Um, I was thinking of an article that was uh, printed in the New York Times back in the spring by Nicholas Kristof, and um, he, he mentioned this. He said that universities are the bedrock of progressive values, but the one kind of diversity that universities disregard is ideological and religious. We're fine with people who don't look like us as long as they think like us. He said, okay, it might be a little harsh, but consider George Yancey, a sociologist who is black and evangelical. Quote, outside of academia, I faced more problems as a black, he told me. But inside academia, I faced more problems as a Christian. And it's not even close. Absolutely. That's absolutely true. Um, if you are a Christian and you're in academia, you to excel, you have to do double work. Is that right? Just like, just like Daniel. You know, Daniel had to memorize, had to learn the, the literature of the Babylonians. And you have to learn it from the inside out, and you have to understand your presuppositions, and you have to be solidly grounded as a Christian thinker. You also need to have a solid church family. 
um, to, to be able to survive in that kind of context and to excel. But the good news is that the truth of God's word is not narrowly religious. Mm-hmm. It applies to all aspects Everything. of life in really deep okay. ways. And to find those Christian grounds, not only in Scripture, but in the Christian intellectual tradition, it's wealthy, it's compelling, and when you learn how to be able to talk, it's like doing uh, Wycliffe Bible translator work. You have mm-hmm. to learn to understand how the gospel applies in in context where people aren't thinking about it. Oh, that's exciting work. That surely is. Yeah. It really is. Dr. Trump, thanks an awful lot. We're excited that you're with us, and especially that you're leading Geneva College into a brand new generation. So congratulations on that. We look forward to many things, great things, coming out of Geneva. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me today. Pleasure. Pleasure's ours. Dr. Calvin Trump, the 20th and brand new president at Geneva College. Information about Geneva at wordfm.com.